The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Whoa, it has been a busy day already. Just a reminder that Andrew is back tomorrow at 2. He's playing a show out in the great town of Unity, Saskatchewan this evening. So uh, he'll be back at 2 o'clock with me tomorrow. Again, reminder that budget day tomorrow. Um, the proceedings usually start around 3 315. Um, we can't tell you any details until uh, Finance Minister CC starts actually talking about the budget document. So we're thinking probably 325 ish, 330 ish around there. Yeah, I think so. That, sh- that sounds about right. So yeah. we'll have some time to, to listen to him. Yep tell everyone what their plan is going forward and uh, a little bit of a recap but we won't have too much time because of uh, an Oilers game tomorrow night yeah. so we'll do what we can. The Oilers are taking on uh, the Senators tomorrow by the way that's producer Brad over there just if you're wondering who that uh, different voice is that's producer Brad joining me in studio so yeah the Oilers taking on the Senators tomorrow the City Ford Faceoff show gets underway at 4 o'clock the Oilers won last night 7-3 against the Hurricanes every time we turned around there was another goal if you like uh, I guess it's an uh, offensive game. It was fun to watch. I think it's what a lot of fans were thinking was going to happen all year. Mm-hmm. Drysaddle had four points. The whole team was clicking, seven goals. It was a great game. But where was that for... Yeah. A lot of fans were saying, where yeah. was that for the last 72 games? Yeah. Did, did McDavid get any points last night? Just one. Just one. Yeah, just one. Yeah, just one point <laughs> last night for poor Connor <laughs> McDavid. Um, so we talked off the top of the show about uh, lowering the voting uh, age to 16. Interesting... Um, Interesting response from Chedville on that one. Then we then we talked with Grant Fedork, of course, from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. We talked with uh, the great folks from Momentum Walk-In Counseling. That pay as, pay what you can. It's amazing. I just have to say that. Wanted to get to this really quickly because I'm wondering what's happening in your kid or your grandkids' school and what you think about this. We know that cell phones, everybody seems to be attached to their to their cell phone to their to their smartphones and in schools it has become a bit of a challenge for some teachers uh, for a lot of teachers to deal with cell phones in the classroom so they're coming up with different ways of handling it for example i have seen um almost like a, a, a shoe hanger. So when you come in, your name is on this and you slide your phone into that and it's there until the end of it. You're not allowed to keep it on your body. I know in uh, my husband's classroom, if you are caught on the phone during class, it will be removed from you. you know, it's put on his desk, right? That's, that's it. But what he promises is at the end of the class for five minutes, whatever it is, you can use your phone. Right. There will be time set aside if available, um, you know, when everything else is done to do that. That's kind of the promise to keep them off their phones. Well, there's a school just outside of a Saskatoon. There's a principal there. It is Venture Heights Elementary School in Martinsville, Saskatchewan. The principal there, his name is uh, Ron Bieberdorf. And 
they started the push against cell phones in class last fall, starting mainly on grade 8 students. He said other principals in the province have been asking for the research that they've used or for the correspondence they've sent to parents. Um, Apparently, the community's high school doesn't allow phones, so they thought, okay, we need to start this early. So it's a good way, he says, to prepare students going into grade 9. The students are welcome to bring their phones to school with them, but they have to be kept in lockers during the day. No phones in class. Good idea, bad idea. I'm thinking on both sides because in some cases... I think sometimes the phones are used to find some research out during class. You might have to use it. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been in high school. But otherwise, it could be a great distraction, that constant need to check your phone. And you present the point of that it could be used for research. But, I mean, let's be honest. If kids are pulling out their phone, they're not using it for educational purposes, at least in my opinion. They want to check Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, Mm -hmm. Twitter, so on and so on, social media channels. Go to those group chats that they have with their three (laughs) girlfriends or their their group of boys that they're, they're chatting about. Or, and what my problem is with bringing it in the classroom is it can create an opportunity to bully while children in are in class you speak of those group chats mm-hmm. uh one student says something ridiculous or they're wearing something that they perceive to be mm-hmm. silly looking hey guys did you see what so and so is wearing today and then all of a sudden you have six or seven yeah. girls or boys in the class snickering and laughing about another student and, and i think it depends on how the teacher handles it as well if the teacher is uh, a teacher that the kids listen to then I, I would like to think that the majority of the time that they would respect the wishes of the teacher. Um, but we all know that there are uh, teachers out there who might not have uh, a greater handle on a class as others. And, and the kids kind of run roughshod over them and they don't care if they get caught on their phones. And imagine if you're a substitute teacher. Oh, yeah. You're rolling in for, you know, 75 minutes for one class. You're meeting them for the first time and you start off the discussion with put your phones away. We're going to be learning about X, Y and Z today. If you pull out your phone, Mm -hmm. I'm taking it for the rest of the the class or the day. It's just going to create a problem because students aren't going to listen to Mr. Smith who comes in out of nowhere to teach that class for one day. I like the idea of keeping um, the cell phones, uh, the smartphones out of a classroom. I I do because I think they're a great distraction. Um, Another concern being that, that that they're so much a part of everyone's lives, including young people's lives, and I would say especially young people's lives, that it could be in a way, um, a distraction for them not to have, because they'd be thinking about it or they'd be jonesing for the phone, and I wonder how that would play out in a classroom as well. Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I wonder what the deal is, though, with students maybe who have special needs. I'm, I'm hoping mm. that they allow those students. I mean, if there's a moment where they do need to be attended to by mm-hmm. a parent or if... Or if you have a terrible allergic reaction Mm -hmm. and maybe the teacher doesn't know who to call in your phone, it has mom and dad in there and 
you can yeah. figure out how to handle those situations. Yeah. I know they're extreme, but those are things that definitely need to be thought of. What do you think, Chedville? Uh, cell phones in classes or not? 6.30, 6.30. What's happening in your kids' uh, schools? Are, are your children allowed to take their phones right into the classroom? Or maybe they, they are, maybe they aren't, but they are taking them in anyway. I'd be curious to know what is happening. Let us know at 6.30, 6.30. Talking about cell phones in the classroom and brought it up because there's a teacher at a, at a in a grade 8 uh, Martinsville Elementary School classrooms, so just outside of Saskatoon, that's saying no calls, no no cell phones at all in, in the classrooms, and mainly because the high school doesn't allow phones, so we're prepping the kids in grade 8 to be getting ready for grade 9. And wondering what you thought about this, and boy, oh boy, getting some really, really great responses, and I appreciate that at 6.30, 6.30. I'm a teacher of 50. 15 years, the most reliable technology I have is the phone. My rule is phones on the table face up. And if a phone rings in my class, I answer it politely and ask the person to call back. I uh, love that one. What you're saying is also true of any computer or tech device. My job is to teach kids to be responsible, not to teach them to avoid things that are useful. It's being called a good teacher. This one says, nope, distracted learning. Um, this one, phones aren't something new and exciting for most high school kids. Half the time, they're used as a tool. The other half of the time, to listen to music. Schools and teachers that embrace it will often do better, in my opinion, if you find a way to work with it. And that's the thing. You do need to find a way to work with it. If you just say, hey, phones are accessible, you can use your phone in my classroom, it's not going to be used in a constructive way. You need to come up with some sort of game plan. You had mentioned the game plan that your husband put forth. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. You know, If you treat this first hour of class the way you should, and that is learning, I will give you five minutes at the end of class to catch up with your friends, go on social media, and we'll do the same thing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More text coming in says I expect to have I expect I expect my kid to have his phone with him at all times. But do you contact him during class? I I, I would expect my kid to have a phone. No, actually, I wouldn't expect my kid to have the phone in class. Because if I have a problem, a number of people are saying, hey, we all went to school with no cell phones. And if something happened, you know, the call went down to the principal's office. No one died that way. See, and I... You know, bringing the phone to the classroom and they want their kid to have the phone in the classroom. I think to getting home from school when I was younger Mm -hmm. and phoning my mom at work Mm -hmm. to let her know that I was going to do something. And of course, she was appreciative of that. But you could tell the tone in her voice was, you're bothering me. I'm almost done for the day. I'm trying to get out of here. Oh, I always loved it. I always loved it when we were allowed to call call dad at work (laughs) or go visit mom at work. My mom worked at a hospital. And so when she was working the midnight or the 4 to 12 shift, we'd be able to go visit. I just loved it. It was like, oh, get to see my parents at work. That was so cool. Uh, This one from Lac Labiche. Good teachers know how to integrate technology into the classroom for assessment and for engaging children. Um, Keep the phones out of the classroom. Exactly bullying and other silly distractions as well. Vince says, my daughter's teacher is the one that recommended that we get our kids cell phones for school. My daughter is now in grade eight and has had a phone for school for two years. And her English marks have gone from an 84 to a 91. I like the ones that are talking about, you know, again, the teachers that know how to 
integrate them into the classroom. I like that. When I was in college, it was a small college back in India 25 years ago. My principal said, if there's an emergency, my phone number is there to call. No separate pay phone. Um, the school has landlines the students can use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like is. the cell phone ban. I have dreams of being a school cell phone enforcement officer. <laughs> Total ban on phones. And if one is discovered, smash it with a hammer right there. I would be Mr. Popular. Uh, someone says the opportunity to bully argument was weak. No, I think there's a massive amount of bullying. And I know there's a massive amount of bullying going on um, through social media, through through Instagram, that sort of thing. Um, hey, I'm a grade 12 student in St. Albert. Thanks for listening. In my opinion, if the teacher's response, it's the teacher's responsibility to control the proper use of phones in a classroom setting. Phones only become a problem when the teacher doesn't have a handle of its students in the classroom. That goes back to what we talked about kind of off uh, the top of the show. Um, cell phones in the classroom can be an encouragement or distraction. Pretend to look at what the teacher is talking to us about. Um, yeah, we grew up in a phone with no cell phone. We grew up in a school, no cell phone, no one died. Uh, the argument for needing to get a hold of parents is ridiculous. 20 years ago, how did teachers and administration get a hold of parents? Every teacher has access to every child's phone number. Lucy is a junior high teacher. She hates cell phones at schools. How do you handle it in your classroom, though, Lucy? That's what I want to know. This one just says simply, no phone. They can use phones later. Keep the phones out of the classroom. Really? Yeah, interesting. And then someone says, Brad sounds like Andrew with a sore throat. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that as a compliment. You take that as a compliment? I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, <laughs> if it's intended in a negative way, that's fine. If it's positive, hey, I'll take it. Uh, I use my smartphone for work every single day. Where did that one go? Uh, properly using Google is the number one job skill in the workplace in 2018. Uh, this one says, yeah, the bullying fight is not weak. That listener needs to wake up. Agreed. I've witnessed it firsthand with uh, you know, children of my friends. It's brutal. You know, and what about families that can't afford for their children to have their own phone? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. We're talking about phones in the classroom. And I guess if you wanted to treat this studio as a classroom, we, we, have our we phones. both have our phones here. Yeah, we do. And then I, we use it, though. I, I will say that I use it to check Twitter and I will during newscasts because we, or not newscasts, but during during the show, because people will text in responses or tweet responses instead of text in as well. Yeah. Um, but that's also a lame excuse. It is. It is a lame excuse, and I'll be the first one to admit it. <laughs> well, and Andrew will, too, it. to the point where at times I've actually I, I'll just stop talking and Andrew's doing something on his phone. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. Because it is. You can get sucked into it. It's like the text line here as well. We get into conversations with the listeners and go back and forth and back and forth. The next thing you know, we're not focusing on what we're supposed to be doing right here. We're trying to juggle 15 things at once, including yeah. the cell phone. Yeah. Including exactly. the cell phone. Uh, the 4 o'clock news coming up. Thanks for the conversation on the cell phones. You can keep them coming at 6.30, 6.30. Maybe uh, weave around back to it at uh, 4.20. Um, after the 4 o'clock news, we'll take a look at the market numbers. Plus, Morley Scott checks in with a look at sports. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.